Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. And let's talk about the district championship games real quick. Just be a quick one tonight. Um, district 1, Drexel with a dominant 65-6 to win over Appleton City. I'll have to go back and see if I can find some video of that and see what Drexel did well in that one. I know Appleton City was down a man. <clears throat> They're starting quarterback, I guess, but... They're still a very talented football team. was undefeated coming in, and Drexel went into Appleton City and just kind of dominated, especially that second half. It was, what, 19-6 to at halftime, then Drexel opened it up in the second half. So good win for Drexel. Congratulations to the Bobcats in their first year in eight-man as they get a trip to the state semifinals, taking on the defending state champion, Mountain City Panthers. Um, as Mountain City, with the game that I was at, defeated the top-ranked team in the state, East Atchison, 48-26. to So the two undefeated teams... <clears throat> left in the state, both lose in the district championship games at home. Uh, for East Anderson, a few thoughts. Uh, first of all, Jake McEnany, one heck of a touchdown run today from, I think, 38, 36 yards out where he ran through pretty much the entire Mountain City defense to get to the end zone. That was an impressive run. That was all will and heart there for the senior quarterback. <clears throat> Very admirable play by him tonight. Um, <clears throat> the only thing wrong with his play tonight was the interceptions. A couple of those were just kind of throw it up on fourth down and hope something happens kind of plays. Uh, he had thrown five interceptions through the first ten games this year. He threw five tonight. That was the difference in the loss to Mountain City. Um, Mountain City just looked determined tonight. They looked like the team that won a state championship last year. And at this point, they look like the clear front runners to win the state title this year. I know how good Pattensburg is at offense. I know how explosive Livingston is with Mac Anderson. And Drexel, they're going to show up and play really good defense as well. But Mountain City right now just on a little bit different level. With the way they've played the last couple of weeks, they are the team to beat, I think, right now. Heading forward, Mound City, <clears throat> just too much talent there. I had Dylan George for over 200 yards rushing tonight again. He was really good. T.J. Hopkins ran the ball hard. Landon Papa played um, maybe not the best uh, game stat-wise, but he only had like 54 yards rushing. They didn't throw the ball um, very well. They didn't have to, really. Um, but what he did to orchestrate that offense was really impressive tonight. They ran a lot of little sweet plays to Dylan George, and he would get out in front of him and block for him and really spring those plays for big yardage. Instead of being a two-yard loss, it would be a 30-yard gain instead. Um, so very, he was very good on defenses tonight as well. Mountain City just kind of took it to East Atchison. I mean, East Atchison was up 6 nothing at the end of the first quarter, and you kind of see this was a defensive battle going back and forth. And then there was four turnovers in that second quarter by East Atchison, and Mountain City turned that into 28 points. And from... Then on, including the pick six by Landon Papa. <clears throat> and from then on, Mount City was up by 22, and they pretty much kept that 22-point advantage to the end of the game. it go back and forth for a couple plays, but Mount City had this game in control for most of the game. So congratulations to Mount City. I will be in Mount City next week as they host number 10-ranked Drexel um, <clears throat> for the chance to go to Columbia for the state championship game. Should be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see what happens here. Um, I'm excited to see Drexel in person. I want to kind of see what happens down there uh, with Coach Dean and the Bobcats coming up to Mound City. <clears throat> I am thankful I don't have to drive all the way down to Drexel for the game because as much as I wouldn't mind to go see other schools, um, it's still a long drive for me to go to Drexel. So <clears throat> really happy I get to go 40 minutes to Mound City instead of, what was it, two hours, two and a half hours to Drexel. Yeah, so very thankful for that. In um, this one, and then the other side of the bracket, uh, North Shelby at Southwest Livingston. Uh, North Shelby was actually up 32-30 at halftime, uh, but Livingston came out and won 56-38 final score. Second half, um, outscored, Le- South- outscored North Shelby 
What would that be? 26-6 to in the second half. So very impressive win there for Southwest Livingston, uh, number four team in the state. Um, <clears throat> second highest team, I guess third highest team ranked left in the state. you got two Pattonsburg, three Mountain City, four Livingston, and the number 10 Drexel. Livingston taking care of business at home. Um, winning district number two. Congratulations to the Wildcats. Um, yeah, Mack Anderson, he's pretty good. I mean, the team is, they're a pretty good football team. I mean, ever since their week one loss to East Atchison, where they got 45, ever since that point, they've been on a roll. I know they played Mountain City, and they beat Mountain City without Hopkins and George there for the, for the Panthers, but they still went on the road and beat Mountain City, as even though they were down two big guys um, for that team. Still an impressive win for Livingston, um, and they've proven that they belong this year. So, Livingston... We'll see what happens with them next week for North Shelby. Heck of a season still. And I want to say that for Alton City and East Ashton as well. Two teams that were undefeated all up to this point. Won 10 straight games. Couldn't quite pull it out here at the end. Still one heck of a season for both those teams. And those coaches over there, they have nothing to be ashamed of. Great seasons for them. Uh, for East Atchison, um, great group of kids over there. Um, to go undefeated to conference play and win the 275 this year when there's two teams that made the state semifinals, and they're not you. I mean, that just shows how the depth of this conference this past year. Um, the 275 definitely made a big step forward um, this season. And then North Shelby, Coach Bass over there um, in Shelbyville. Uh, they had a heck of a football season. Uh, three losses to – their opening season loss to Waco. That was kind of a blemish. They lost to Oric. They lost to Southwest Livingston here. They avenged the Oric loss. They had beaten Pattonsburg. They had beaten North Andrew. They had beaten Stanbury. All those big monkeys coming off the North Shelby map um, back, they finally got off of there and just got some huge wins for that program. Their most successful season they've had in a long time. Made the district championship game. They were close to making the semifinals. Just couldn't quite hold on that second half. So North Shelby, one heck of a season. I'm really proud of the Raiders over there and everything they did. I was hoping they'd make it to the next round so they could play Pattonsburg. And I would get to either see Pattonsburg or North Shelby in the state championship game the following weekend. But it's unfortunately, it did not happen that way for North Shelby. They couldn't quite pull out the win there against Livingston. Uh, for Livingston, congratulations. I mean, Mac Anderson's a heck of a football player. He gets to play another game, um, put up some big numbers. Patton, uh, I mean, Livingston... They deserve this at this point. They kind of showed their their moxie in this one versus North Shelby. That's a good team they beat. So good for Livingston. They will get to host Pattonsburg next week. Pattonsburg holds off Worth County. Pattonsburg was in control for most of this game, got up to a 40-some point lead, and then Worth County came storming back when they lost by 12, and that turned out to be the closest game of the weekend. Uh, Pattonsburg wins 74-62. to um, What was the score of that game the first time around? I don't even remember. Look, eighty-two to fifty. So, one hundred and thirteen combined points. This time they combined for one hundred thirty-six. So, they always combine for a lot of points. For those two teams. So, uh, Worth County. Uh, Aiden Gladstone apparently had seven touchdowns today. Very impressive for him. I believe Will Hyde had eleven touchdowns for Pattonsburg. He's over a hundred touchdowns for the year now. Um, no biggie. I think he has like eighty-five passing touchdowns now, or something like that. Um, 86. So, uh, he has so many pat. I can't even keep track at this point. Um, so yeah, very impressive there for Pattonsburg and offense. Defensively, they got to figure some stuff out. He also threw a couple pick sixes today, which is not kind of like him. So I don't know what Worth County was doing defensively to affect that. Uh, but good for them 
to come back and make that game close. Uh, props to Worth County for making that game closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought Pattonsburg would run away from the second time um, even more than they did the first time. So props to Worth County for making that a game. Um, I'll get to my predictions for next week and next week's podcast. Um, just want to kind of run through this week's and just initial thoughts. Um, how I would rank these final four teams now, I'd probably go Mound City, Pattonsburg, Livingston, then Drexel, but they're all four very quality teams. I think this final four this year is better than last year's because I think Drexel is better than Oric was last year. Um, and then I think Pattonsburg and Livingston, Pattonsburg's probably similar to the way last year. Um, Mound City and Livingston compared to Mound City and Worth County last year. Okay, maybe it's not quite as good, but I think the teams are more even, so you could definitely see the distance between one and four is not as big as it was last year. I'll just go with that. Worth County was pretty good last year. Um, as you saw, they beat up on Pattonsburg in the state semifinal last year. Uh, let me look a quick look ahead. This is Missouri weather is always tricky, but at least in Maryville for next Saturday, I'm seeing sunny in 45, low of 23. So, Hopefully the wind's not blowing sideways over in Ludlow for Pattonsburg. So that could be a really good football game uh, with two of the better quarterbacks in the state playing each other with Mac Anderson playing against Stephen Wilhite. The two guys with the biggest offensive numbers, at least, at quarterback playing each other. So that should be a lot of fun. Whoever goes to that game, you're in for a treat. Those two have combined for, I'd say, 180, 100, almost 190 touchdowns this year. That's a lot of touchdowns. Um Honestly, Anderson would be setting state records right now if Will Height didn't exist, but Will Height does exist, so Anderson's numbers don't look quite as impressive as they would have otherwise, um, which is crazy. And I can't I can't wait to see what these teams post for their stats and stuff to kind of see and to kind of digest that a little bit and how good these teams are. Um, but as of right now, Mound City is the favorite to repeat as champs. They just are. I felt this, and this is kind of how I felt about Worth County last year um, after they beat Pattonsburg in the rematch, kind of like how Mount City beat East Ash in today's rematch, where you just saw the team that was defending state champs. They had a few lumps in the regular season, but once they figured things out, they just kind of started flexing their muscles and no one else had that next gear. And you're seeing that right now. Mount City was able to respond in that state championship game and beat Worth County. But I don't know if there's another Mount City type team from last year who's going to be able to come up and beat this year's Mount City's team. They're just so fundamentally sound on both sides of the ball with the style of play they run, with the athletes they have. Uh, Blake Hayes, heck of a defensive lineman. Caden Messer, he played really well tonight. Landon Papa, Dylan George, TJ Hopkins, Tony Osborne. They're just super talented. They're super deep um, across the board with athletes. And they're just a good football team. So they're going to be tough to beat um, going forward. And I said this back in October, before the first Mound City East Ashton game, I thought EA would win the regular season game. Mound City would come back better and focus in the playoffs and win there. Exactly what happened. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Um, and I'm just glad I got to see a good football game today. East Ashton, nothing to hold their hands, uh, heads about. Um, Mound City's a good football team. And their style of play, it travels late into November. It just does. Um, so we'll see what happens next week. We'll see what Drexel has for them. Um, very interested to see how the Bobcats can match up. Of course, I have friends who went to Mount City, and I have a couple of friends who went to Drexel, so I'm sure they will be going at each other a little bit this week and a little bit of friendly rivalry between two teams that have never faced in football before. So at least not in the last 30 years. So 
Very interested to see how Drexel can perform. Mound City can stay at home this year and not have to travel down south. So we'll see. Congratulations to Drexel for making it out of that district, um, kind of dominating their way through. Um, so Drexel at Mound City, and then Pattonsburg at Southwest Livingston. Early predictions, I'd take Mound City and Pattonsburg to give us a great state championship game in a couple of weeks. Um, but we'll see. Um, so I'm going to get off here because I still have radio tomorrow at 7 a.m., 7 to 11. Then going to the Bearcat game against UCM. Big D2 matchup there. Then I got trivia night, not only Holt at the elementary school. So I got a busy day tomorrow, and Sunday's pretty busy too. So I need to find some sleep sometime. So I'm going to head off here. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everyone who's reached out um, to me in the past weeks or so, whether it's to talk about expansion for eight-man, what they think about playoff matchups, Going back and forth, it was a great atmosphere today at Turkio. That was a fun football game. The crowds were both into it. Um, you definitely heard some roars actually out there, which you don't hear a lot when it comes to Class 1 football because usually the crowd is a little bit smaller, but it was a full stands tonight. A lot of fun. Thank you for Turkio, uh, the high school over there, for having me as one of the three radio stations that called the game. Um, thank you for everything they did for me. Um, and I'll see you guys at Mountain City next week. Uh, podcast next week will probably come up either a Thursday night or Friday afternoon sometime. Just kind of depends um, on when I get around to it for next week uh, since the game is on Saturday. So Saturday, state semifinal, Drexel at Mound City, Pattonsburg at Southwest Livingston. Can't wait. Should be a lot of fun. Um, down to four teams. Final four. It's nitty-gritty time. Defense matters. Um, and the only team that right now is struggling defensively is Pattonsburg. I still think they beat Livingston, but I'll have to chew on a little bit this week before I make my official pick. Because Livingston, they're playing well right now. And the 275 has kind of shown that they are a little bit better than they have been in the past, uh, especially this year. So we'll still have to see because I'm not sure if Pattonsburg can be able to stop Mackey Anderson. But then again, I don't know if Livingston can stop Will Height. So it might just be the first 200 points wins, which... Isn't a terrible thing. So we'll have to see. Thanks, everybody, for for um, listening. And I'll talk to you guys later here on Straight Up Sports. Mm-hmm.